So creativity is an infinite resource in finite chunks. What do I mean by that? Now, I first of all, I believe that anybody can do anything that they want to be able to do and set their mind to it. It's just a question of how you apply yourself to it and how much dedication and time you're willing to put into it. And that's not a criticism. That's really just an evaluation of it. And when it comes to anything that's creative, and first of all, let's try and define, you know, what is creativity? Well, I think we all do it, right? We may not realize it. We may not put a name on it. But most things that we do, whatever it may be, is part of a creative process, right? And I, I do believe that, you know, that, that is an, an abundance and an infinite resource that's available to all of us. It really comes down to whether we recognize it, how we embrace it, and how we acknowledge it and use it. And, you know, hopefully uh, some, some of you are going to have some thoughts on this and want to jump in and we can talk about it. But what I often find is that as a creative person, I have so many projects, so many ideas, and, you know, they literally come at me, you know, all day, every day. And I'm sure that's the same for a lot of you. You suddenly have this idea and you're like, oh, this thing. And the problem with that is that we, first of all, we need to try and figure out, well, is this a thing I should really do? Is this a great idea? Is it an idea that I can do? Now, once we get past that hurdle and figuring out, yeah, this is something, right? And we add it to our stack of, you know, things we want to do, things we're going to work on, um, things I'd like to pursue, however you want to phrase that, it then becomes a problem of, okay, but you only have a finite amount of time every day, every week, every year, uh, essentially, if you want to get somewhat philosophical in your lifetime, um, there's a finite amount of time as to how much you can apply to each of these things. And you have to figure out, well, okay, if I have one project, I can apply all my time to it and all my free time that I have to apply to the project. And if I have 10 projects, well, then I need to allocate 10 chunks of time, right? And that's where this idea that I came up with of, you know, yes, it's an infinite resource, but in finite chunks, because just like this myth of multitasking, right? We don't really multitask. That's not what our brains do. They just switch exceptionally fast. And I kind of take that same thought with projects that I work on, personal projects and pursuits and those kind of things, which is I switch between them. And I'm going to give you a few examples here, right? In, in any given week, I turn out blog posts, podcasts, uh, videos, uh, live streams. And, you know, now, of course, this wisdom app on top of that. And I love, absolutely love doing every single one of those. And that's outside of my day job, right? Um, but that becomes a time management problem because with a lot of those things, a lot of folks expect those to be regular. So if you are delivering, for example, a live stream, um, you know, something like this on Wisdom App, for example, or a podcast, people are more likely to embrace regular schedules, right? Oh, I know that this, this you know, someone's going to put this out every Sunday, uh, once a day, you know, middle of the day, whatever it may be, something like that. And again, that becomes a finite resource because now you've got to manage those 
and get that into a system that works for you. And the problem there is it's very easy to slip out of that schedule. And it's very easy to forget about a project, right? I'll give you a perfect example of this. I had a project, uh, it was actually a, it was playing board games, right? Love to play board games. And especially during holiday season, and here in America, at least, we're reaching the holiday season. And so last year, I made a very quick uh, software mobile app, right? It's what I do. And I made one for a scoring system in, in a board game so that it just was great, you know, can get down with the family, play the game, and don't have to do any hard math and figure these things out and everything else. Just use this app to do it for me, and we can have fun with the game. Well, that was great. And then last year's holiday season went by, I didn't have a need for the app again, so it sat there. Here we are this year, it comes around again, and I thought to myself, oh, that's right, I've got that app that I built. And then, of course, I open it up and realize, oh, there's a million things wrong here, and I, I need to fix these. Uh, I need to do these, and I need to add these features that, that we were talking about. And, I, you know, it would be great to have them in for this holiday season when we're playing board games. So... You know, that project essentially died, archived, went on the back burner, whatever you want to call it, for a year. So I didn't have to worry about allocating time, you know, these chunks of time to this project. And there it sat. That's fine. That's not always, of course, going to be the case, right? You, Like I say, there's plenty of examples of, nope, this is a regular thing and I need to figure out how to do that. The problem becomes, at least for me, Part of what makes my creative process so good for me and work for me is this freedom to say, look, I'm not living to the calendar, right? And I'm going to speak about myself here for a little bit, but I do believe this applies to a lot of people. We spend our lives, our working lives, working to calendars, right? Times, dates, meetings, schedules, whatever it may be. And that's perfectly fine, and it works great for that environment. But I don't want to then be take that home with me at the end of the day and be like, okay, right, in the next hour I said I would write a blog post and then the hour after that I would do a podcast. Then I was going to jump on Wisdom and listen to some of the great folks on here talking about it, things like that, or I was going to do a new Wisdom uh, episode. And next thing I know is like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to treat this like a job. And then for me that kills off a little bit of the creative fun and freedom, right? Perhaps the key word there is the freedom to do it. But I also know that if I want to achieve and work on a lot of these things, then I do need to figure out these finite chunks and say, maybe, okay, today I feel like doing a podcast. Today I feel like doing a video, something like that. And giving myself that freedom to say, all right, you know what, tonight, that's what I'm going to do. And I would love to hear thoughts from you all on this. And whether this resonates with any of you or it just sounds completely stupid, uh, please, you know, if you want to be a guest, uh, jump in and, and join it. I'd love to have a discussion and see what other people think on this. Because that is part of, I, I think, the curse in many ways of this creative freedom that we all have. You know, with the freedom to be able to realize that you can do anything you want by just applying the, the right process and right thoughts and amount of time and dedication to it, it becomes a curse because suddenly you realize, oh, all those wild, crazy dreams that I have, I can do them. I just got to figure out how to do it. And sometimes, you know, it's a lot easier when there's something and you say to yourself, 
oh, you know, I can't do that. I'm never going to be able to learn how to do that. I, I don't have the time. Because you, you've put that blocker in place, rightly or wrongly, that says, I can dismiss this completely and move on. And ironically, sometimes that helps you. Right? And you may later on wish, oh, I wish I had done that project, but I didn't. Um, that's always going to happen, right? But this freedom to allow yourself to be able to do anything you want comes with the burden of, okay, and how are you going to fit it in, right? How are you going to fit it in with all the things that you need to do, those commitments that we all have every day, whatever they may be, they're different for each of us. And then I've got time left over, and how do I make the most of that with, with the, you know, the pursuits that I want to do? And for some of us, you know, it's a case of, look, I really don't have the time, but I know that I've got to make the time to do this, and I've got to figure it out. So that's kind of the dilemma, I think, and like I say, somewhat the, the blessing and the curse of being a creative person and having the freedom to do that. And I'd love to, you know, know and hear if anyone else experiences these issues because it gets to be a real problem. And the last thing in the world that you want to do is to reach a situation where you start to resent that thing that you want to do because right because of this oh i just don't have the time and i'm starting to hate this thing that's what you don't want that to happen you don't want to kill off that excitement and that fun of this pursuit that you want to follow and chase down right as soon as you start to make it not fun that's when your problems begin right? it's it's very easy um, to allow that to happen to you because you, you start to feel the burden. It starts to climb on your shoulders. This project starts to weigh on you and you start to worry, have I worked on it? Should I work on it? But if I'm working on this, I can't work on the other one. And, and the same thoughts for the other one as well. And you, you get yourself in this headspace, this negative headspace that says, oh, maybe I just shouldn't do any of these. Maybe I'm not meant to do any of this. And I think that the answer is, no, you probably are meant to do these and you're more than capable of doing them. You just need to take a step back and say, okay, I need to look at all of this from a big picture perspective and say, okay, prioritize them, figure out how can I fix them all to, you know, how can I put them all together and, and take them from there? So if anyone has any thoughts, please just, you know, jump in at any time and you can come in and talk about this. But I find that this is a very interesting problem. And especially if you're a manager of people as well, this gets to be not only a problem for you managing your time and your resources, but other people's. And then it becomes even worse because, you know, you can make what you think is the right decision for somebody else. And, and they may be coming to you and saying, what do you think I should do? And, and looking for that advice. Firstly, look at it and say, you know, I'm, I'm blessed and thank you that somebody values my opinion enough and recognizes my opinion enough to ask me. But at the same time, maybe I'm going to give them the wrong advice or maybe the advice that I give them is right for me, but wrong for them. Well, I think the answer there is you have to give the advice on what you think, but be sure to say to them, look, this is just my thoughts. You need to take this and process it and think about it however you want to do that. And again, this is a very much, you know, a person-by-person, person, you know, process. What I've found over the years is the, 
you know, when it comes to creativity and that, that side of things, and I always use this word freedom with creativity because I, I think they go hand in hand, is, okay, you know, but I've got to accept that there's going to be winners and losers in these choices that I make, and that's, that's perfectly acceptable, right? I, and I cannot put the burden on myself of, oh, you didn't do that thing and you should have, oh, you decided not to do this project, you know, or alternatively, you took this project on, but somewhere your gut told you it was a bad idea and you did it anyway. you got to let that go, right? you got to say, okay, you know what? I've only got so much time, right? Yeah, I could achieve every single one of these, but there is only so much time I can give to things and I have to make difficult choices sometimes. And I see we we have someone here. I see we have uh, Maggie. I'm going to go ahead and bring Maggie in here. We've got the, the infamous three-second countdown. So uh, two, one, there we go. Hello, Maggie. How are you? Hi, Peter. I'm good. How are you? I am doing so very well today. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. I thought, you know, the topic you're talking about is very dear to my heart. Oh, I agree fantastic. with everything which you're telling. And I was like, oh, let me join a conversation. Let's have a chat about it. That, oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I, I'm always worried when someone says, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> no, no, I truly agree. It's not a trick or anything. <laughs> oh, good, good. That, that's, you know, I will say just very quickly, one of the fantastic things I've discovered about the Wisdom app is uh-huh. absolutely every person that I listen to and has joined um, my talks and everything else has been just wonderfully positive. So um, it's such a great environment. And so I'm sure that you, you're going to contribute fabulously here. So go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, you know, like... I agree with, you know, when we start something new to start small and, yeah. you know, steps A, don't start something that, like, think it through, right? Like, again, research, how long mm-hmm. does it take me? What can I commit to? And is it really something I want to do just to try it out and given because it sounds fun or does it, you know, do I think it will bring me closer to my goals, whatever, and then starting small, as you say, to give yourself space and not burn out in a short process to really try it out in a consistent manner to then decide, okay, well, is it something for me truly or not? Or not, oh, I'm dropping it because I'm just burned out. I don't have any more energy. And um, another thing that I love, I'm doing exactly the same thing, is having a running list of topics. So whether it's you're doing a blog or a podcast and so on, you know, sometimes we're in this creative mode because, you know, we helped our clients or we had an inspiring conversation. We're like, oh, my God, I want to write about this, this and that. If you don't write it down, when the moment it comes to want to write a blog, you're not going to remember any of it. <laughs> so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't know if this happens to you, but part of the reason that, you know, this list worked so well for me was... Mm-hmm. I, this terrible, uh, I call it the curse, this curse of that great idea comes at exactly the wrong moment. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so it's like, okay, if I put it on a list, because I'm sure maybe you've done this, right? You, you have this idea and you think to yourself, oh, I, you know, a topic comes into your head or you hear someone mm-hmm. say something and you suddenly realize you have a lot to say about it. Mm-hmm. And then, like you say, later on, you're like, you sit down and in my case, like with the, the terrifying microphone, as I call it, Mm-hmm. I sit down to do a podcast and I'm like, I have completely forgotten what that idea was that I was super excited <laughs> about. Yes. So I don't know if that happens to you, but this that that was my solution was this list. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it happens and I learned, you know, from it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember, right? Like, I am yeah. going to remember what it was. And then two days later, I had no clue what I was thinking about. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that, you know, I realized a few years ago, gosh, maybe more years than I re- realize now, but I, I sort of accepted to myself that the, the flag for me doing something wrong was, and I tell this to everybody, is when I say to myself, I will remember this. That was my instant flag of, yeah, okay, right, write this down right now because you just told yourself you're going to forget it. And and so that, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as I say to myself now, I'll remember this, that is my put this down somewhere, whatever it may be, a scrap of paper on the desk, uh, you know, some word processor, whatever it may be, just something that jogs my brain just enough mm-hmm. to say, oh, yes, that was the thing, you know, and um, yeah, yeah. I, I think... You know, as well as, uh, you know, as I was mentioning, when you, you do this and you manage other people, it's even worse because you have to remember like, okay, I got to remember all of my things and all of their things too. <laughs> and um, so I, I become an obsessive note taker, but I did learn that, okay, my notes have to be good enough that they still make sense later yes. on. Yes, right? yes, very true. Yes, yeah, so how, <laughs> how do you deal with that? Do you, do, are you like, do you write extensive notes or just enough that you think this will remind me? Um, well, it, it depends because I've definitely been in a trap where I'm like, oh, that's just enough to remind me. And then I'm like, what the hell did I mean by <laughs> so I try, I try to be, I guess, somewhere in between when right enough. So I understand, so I remember when I need to go back to it. Uh, but then not write a book every single time, you know, I have a thought or I need to put something on, on paper or whatever on digital notes, um, yeah. that I need to get back to it. So yeah, I, I hear you. On this. So yeah, no, that that's, but you know, it's, it's like that thing of, you know, your your note that says, go to the grocery store. And that's all it says. And you're like, <laughs> okay. And what was it that I needed? You know, because you, on the one hand, you say to yourself, well, I'll remember when I'm there. And again, we realize like, that's not going to happen. What will happen mm-hmm. is you'll get distracted by 10 other things and, and forget, you know. So ha- I'm curious. I have multiple ways that I take notes because um, – I do it, you know, like I say, I I have software, I have paper, um, Mm -hmm. I write them down. And sometimes as well, I'll do myself like a quick audio note because sometimes it's quicker Mm -hmm. for me to do that kind of brain dump audibly than to Mm -hmm. try and figure out how to put it on paper and make sense of it. Um, Do you have like just one system that you use, like I write it down, or do you basically go with whatever I've got to hand to make it work for you? Um. It's probably that I usually have something handy to write down. Like I love my journal. So I, I have that with me most of the time. Okay. Now, for example, you're right. Like if I don't, then let's say I would have a phone only, then I would either put a note on my phone or audio. on. That's a great idea, actually, I think, especially if the thought is complicated. <laughs> um, I may have just made it worse for you by giving you a new method. Sorry. <laughs> I will, I will let you know how it goes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll get an angry email like, you suggested this and now it's ruined my life, right? <laughs> but, but for example, you know, if that note belongs, 
let's, let's just say podcasts, right? So I have a separate okay. notebook for podcasts. So if I have ideas, I'll try to keep them in there. But if I don't have that notebook with me, then I'll try to transfer that note. Oh, so that I'm not lost in the sea of notes. Right? <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Um, I do a similar thing. I, I, I allow myself sort of the freedom during the day to say like, okay, you know, brain dump happens mm -hmm. wherever it happens and I'll end up with a pile. And if I can and I have time and I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I'll grab that pile and try mm -hmm. to make sense of it and put them in all, like you say, in all the right places. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now the problem becomes is when you say to yourself, you know, it's, it's kind of like filing taxes, right? It's like, I'll do that another day. And then that <laughs> pile gets bigger and bigger. And I've had that happen to me before. And at one point I had to say to myself, okay, the best way that Peter could deal with this is to just wipe the slate clean and start again. Yeah. 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 And it's painful <laughs> because you know, there's some real gems in there, but you've got to do it to yourself. I think occasionally if you allow it to build up too much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I love happens. that you journal as well. That that is something that taught me so much about myself that I mm -hmm. never realized. When you see these patterns, yes, you know. yes, that journaling is, is powerful. Oh, it's huge, you know. And I think that that also becomes part of my sort of my decision process: is do I write this and keep it for myself, or is this something that I should share with the world? And mm -hmm. that's different for each of us, of course. Um, mm -hmm. But I think mm -hmm. that you know, that freedom to pick is wonderful, right? There's nothing. Yeah. And that's why I say like the creative, you know, infinite resource is, yeah, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. You just got to figure out how to manage it, you know? Well, yeah. yeah. Very true. Very yeah, true. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much, Maggie. Is there anything else that you want to, to bring up? No, talk about? I just wanted to jump in and say, like, as I said, I love the topic you're talking about. Totally great. So, um, Thanks for having me. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Maggie, for, for being part of it. And I, it always gives me great faith that I'm not completely messing myself up when someone <laughs> else says, oh, yeah, I do a, you know, the same thing or a similar thing. It's like, oh, that's my, my sign that I got something right somewhere. So great. I'm on the right track. There's nothing worse than everybody's like, what? What are you talking about? You know, and that's my sign of, oh, I've got this so badly wrong. You, know? you don't know. Oh, you might be a pioneer, right? People will come thing. up with the first thing. Nobody else is doing it. Yeah, you, you wonder, right? How many of these things have come along because someone thought, oh, everybody else must be doing this. And then they discover, no, you may have found a magic solution yeah. because everybody does for something. Exactly. You know, so you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maggie, thank you so much for joining us. And, thank you, Peter. And I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you found something that works for you and it's working as a positive resource. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me. Oh, Have a no great problem. Rest of your day. You too. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye-bye. I'll let you Bye. go. Well, wasn't that wonderful? You know, uh, thank you, Maggie, so much. I, it's so heartwarming, like I say, when you find other folks who are, yeah, I, I had these problems and I, I figured out a way to, to make it work for me because that is the key here, right? Is absolutely listen to everything that everybody is willing to share with you and take that on board and see if any of it resonates with you in a way that makes it work for you. Or maybe there's something there that sparks a thought that says, oh, if I took that and I did it this way, that might work for me, right? I'll give you an example. Um, 
when I first started doing podcasting, which I don't recall when that was, but I can tell you it was way, way back when Anchor.fm started, and that's what got me into it. So thank you, Anchor. What a fabulous... I still use them today for my podcast um, because I realized that, you know, oh, wait a minute, I can use this on my phone. I can be in my car driving home from the office, which is what I used to do back when we went to offices. Anybody remember that? Um, and... I would hit the record button and I would record a podcast episode and put my thoughts out there. Now, admittedly, the quality was pretty terrible, but the fact that I had started doing it and putting it out there on the way home and it got me into doing these brain dumps of these ideas before I forgot them. So I want to thank Maggie for joining us today. I think I've said all I want to say on this here right now, unless anyone else wants to join in as a guest. Uh, if not, I'm going to going to wrap it up here on this one there's so many you know i have so many thoughts about this uh in you know you're going to find me talking a lot about creativity and how you use that and what you can use that for and how to make that work for you because i've been a creative person my entire life i you know and again that's different for every person but um you know and that's part of what i talk about in my podcast on this and you know, this is something very near and dear to me because opening up yourself to the creative process and realizing that everything we do, for the most part, is a creative thing um, makes you see everything in a very different way and removes some of those restrictions you may not even realize that you've applied to yourself. So I'm going to leave that here for now unless anyone wants to jump in. Other than that, I just want to thank everybody for listening today and allowing me to, to invade your ears, as it were, with this. And, you know, again, thank you to Maggie and for everyone for listening. And we will pick this up next time because I have lots of thoughts and suggestions on how we can deal with this and create that, you know, have that creativity, keep it flowing, keep it moving for us and stay motivated with it. So thank you, everybody. Appreciate your time today. I hope that you find lots of other interesting folks to listen to on Wisdom. I know I certainly have. I love opening up and discover, opening the app and discovering new people every time. So thank you. Have a wonderful morning, evening, day, wherever it may be for you. Uh, go do something creative. Make the most of it. Be positive, And we will speak again soon. Bye-bye.